Hey guys, welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. My name is Nina Lavon. I'm a life coach that specializes in life transformation and personal development. And today we're going to be talking about how to stop letting our circumstances decide for us whether or not we are going to enjoy our lives and learning to decide to be happy anyway. And of course, we will be discussing how exactly we can make this happen. This is a big topic, but it can really be a life-changing one. So I'm super excited to talk about it today. And as usual, I have a lot I want to share about all of this. So I want to go ahead and jump right in. But before I do so, of course, I want to extend a huge thank you to all of you for your support, both here and on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. You are such an amazing audience and I am always so sincerely impressed by your comments and by your insight and all the incredibly interesting and really profound questions that you send in. So thank you so much for that and for subscribing to this channel. So with that being said, let's get straight into our topic because I think we could all use a little positivity right now. It's definitely been a rough couple of months, really unimaginable, and although on one hand we're kind of used to all this, it really doesn't necessarily make it easier. And I know a lot of people are getting pretty stressed out because everyone thought that COVID would have really kind of gone away by now, and it hasn't. And I think overall everyone is just really tired and sick of bad news. And really I think everyone is also just ready to be happy again, to feel positive and optimistic and feel like they are excited to wake up and that life is good and fun again. I think that we get so caught up in all this negativity. I mean, it's hard not to. What are the odds of a global pandemic and all the repercussions that have followed? I mean, it's, again, really unimaginable. People are out of work. They're missing their hobbies, their jobs, their comforts, their friends, their families. And some people are even stuck in other countries away from their home. And it's just a lot. And even those that never got the virus are still genuinely suffering and it makes sense. But here's the thing, and it's really, really important. It's a reminder, a huge glaring reminder that we cannot let our circumstances dictate our happiness 100% of the time because in many cases, we simply have no control over them like right now and it means that if we are waiting for everything to be over to feel happy again we could be waiting for a really really long time and not just with this with anything if we pin our happiness on any external factor we are just simply a victim of this 3d reality anyone or anything can snatch our happiness away at any moment. And that's really how the majority of us live our entire lives. We are happy when things seem good and miserable when things don't seem so good. So we are always kind of rolling the dice with our emotions. And think about that. It is our lives, but we are giving someone or something else the steering wheel. And Who knows where we're going to end up whenever we choose to do that? You know, I really love this quote by the Dalai Lama. And he said, 
We can let the circumstances of our lives harden us so that we become increasingly resentful and afraid, or we can let them soften us and make us kinder. You always have the choice. And not only do I agree with that, I think we can actually take it a lot further. I think we can say that pretty much we always have the choice to be at peace in our life. And in fact, I think we can learn to be happier way more than we currently are. And I think that we really need to start doing that. So you might be thinking, is this even possible? Can people just choose to be happy or choose to be happier, especially when things are seemingly just so bad out there? Well, my short answer is yes, not 100% of the time, and that would probably be pretty creepy anyway, but overall, yeah. And there is actually a lot of evidence and a lot of research that can really back that. And one of my favorite theories about happiness comes from a woman named Sonia Libomirsky, and she's a professor of psychology at UC Riverside, and she's one of the leading researchers on happiness. She has two amazing books, by the way, The How of Happiness and The Myths of Happiness, and in them, she really addresses the extent to which different factors contribute to happiness, which is a major focus of positive psychology as a field and one of my personal favorite subfields within all of psychology. So her theory is basically what we can think of as a happiness pie. So if you can imagine in your mind a pie chart and divide it into three pieces, 50% on one side and the other side is going to be a slice that is 10% and then another slice that is 40%. And this is how she really divides the different factors that contribute to our happiness. So she says that 50% of happiness is determined by our genes. So that means we have no control over this. So this is basically your happiness set point. So some people are definitely going to have higher scores than other people have, and there's not much we can do about that. So some people are just simply born happier than other people. But the good news is that the other entire half of the chart are things that we actually do have a lot of control over. So the next slice of that pie is the 10% slice, and this is the happiness that is determined by circumstances. So while many of us are letting our circumstances really make up pretty much 100% of our happiness a lot of the time, in reality, she says it is only about 10%. So these are things that we have some control over. So some things have to do with choices that we make in our life, and sometimes these things just happen to be life events like what we are going through now that we actually don't have a lot of control over. But some of the things that are circumstances that we can control are where we live, who our friends or our romantic partners are, what our income is, what our occupation is, what our lifestyle is, what we choose to do in our free time, whether or not we take care of our physical or emotional health. So those are all things that we have some control over. So again, this is 10% 
that can fluctuate because, again, we have control over some of it, but definitely not all of it. So, for example, everything going on now is a circumstance we can't control. So it may change the level of our happiness for at least a little while. But by her theory, it would only be somewhere within that realm of 10%. And that leads us to our last little pie slice, which is the 40%. And this is of the happiness that is determined by our actions, our attitude, and our optimism, and the way we handle situations. So these are things that we have absolute, complete control over. We can choose to view the world through a negative or a positive lens. We can choose to have a mindset that points us towards happiness or points us away. And the great thing is that no matter how bad we feel that our attitude is right now, no matter how pessimistic we feel, these are all things that we can actually learn to change. And this is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. And just take a second to do the math. Let's say you have a really, really low happiness set point, let's say at 10%. This means that you could still, in theory, become happy 60% of the time because, again, we have control at least somewhat over all those other factors. And for most people, that would be much higher of a percentage of the time that they are usually happy. So that's pretty hopeful. And if you have a high happiness set point, you could be really, really, really happy. Again, if we go by this theory, which is actually based on some pretty strong evidence. Now, no theory that concerns these kind of subjective topics is going to be perfectly accurate. And there are, of course, exceptions to every rule. And even with extremely reliable theories, that can be the case. But I think we can safely use this as kind of a general idea. And that idea is that happiness is something that we absolutely have a say in. So it is entirely possible to wake up one day and say, that's it. I'm deciding to be happy, which is exactly what I did at the lowest point of my own life. And it shifted my paradigm to such a degree that I felt like I was actually living in a completely different reality. I would say to myself out loud sometimes, I choose joy. I choose joy. That's it. It doesn't matter what is happening around me. I am deciding that it is my life. I don't want to be miserable. I don't want circumstances to hold the remote control anymore. And it really, really, really made a difference and really set off a whole chain of very positive events in my life. And so if you are ready to make that commitment to yourself, there is really no other better day. We can't keep waiting for happiness. We can't keep waiting for the perfect relationship or the perfect job or for things to settle down with coronavirus because there is always going to be something. There will always, always, always be something that we could choose to be unhappy about. And I love to use that word choose when we're talking about happiness because as I said in the last podcast, our perception and our thoughts are really creating this whole entire reality for us. Not the events, but the way we view them. So 
when we choose to automatically think of something in the worst possible way, of course we're not going to feel happy about it. And when that's our habit, when that's our mindset, we're never going to be happy ever. And we know people like that. You know you have those people in your own life. When they walk in the door, you just feel that misery walking in with them and it's just suffocating. And if they only knew that they could dump off like half of that weight all by themselves in like 30 seconds if they really wanted to, it would change their whole world. And I'm doubtful that our own personal situations are that extreme, but even if they are, there is still hope. We can do this. So how then? How can we learn to stop letting all these external things affect us so deeply? Well, I think the first thing that we need to do is figure out what the real issues are. So we all have these triggers that are making us feel worse, but what is the real cause of our unhappiness is unlikely to be any of these inconveniences that we are experiencing or the actual changes that are happening, if there are some in our life, which there probably are, but it's likely to be something underneath, a fear, a wound, a damaged self-esteem. It could be anything, but we need to know if there is something that is bigger that is actually going on. So I really think that is the first step in any of this. We need to maybe even list out everything, everything that is making us unhappy, anything that we can think of and see if these are legitimate things. And yes, some of these things are going to be legitimate and some of these things we really have to question. We have to ask ourselves, we have to see if there is anything positive that could possibly come out of this situation. Is it possible that someone somewhere could either benefit from this or at minimum feel pretty neutral about it? Is this a life or death situation? We need to ask ourselves if it would be possible for someone to be experiencing this same situation without so many negative emotions attached to it. And if the answer is yes, we have a starting point and that is really all we need. Something else that is so helpful is to figure out where our mindset is at. What are our go-to philosophies? Are we always exaggerating negative situations? Are we assuming the worst all the time? Are we open to experience or are we telling ourselves that we're only going to be happy if things are going to go our way? We have to be honest with ourselves and we have to understand that so much of our happiness has to do with how we are viewing the world. And if we can see clearly that we have a negative mindset, there is no way, no matter what we do, that we are ever going to be happy. So we have to figure out where we are at mentally and we have to start working on it. And yes, it takes practice. We have to tell ourselves that it is in our benefit to start seeing the glasses half full. And something we also really need to think about is the concept that 
Time is precious. We have to realize how precious time actually is and how much time we are wasting in this misery. Are we always putting our happiness on hold for things to be perfect? Because if we are always going to do that, our lives are going to be over before we know it. We have to make this moment count. We have to make this moment be our moment to be happy because this is the only moment that we actually have. We can't go back and do anything about the past and we really can't do anything about the future. And the future is not even guaranteed to us. So we have this moment, we have this second right now. And so this is the time that we actually have control over. So this is where we need to take action. And one of the things that we really need to take action on is figuring out what does make us happy. So we certainly spend a lot of time thinking about what doesn't make us happy. We think about it constantly and we ruminate over it and we complain about it all the time. And it really becomes the entire focus of our life after a while when we start doing this long enough. But what does make us happy? What would make us happy? We need to really think about that and ask ourselves, are we doing these things? And if not, why? Chances are when we are truly doing the things that we enjoy and doing things that are really meaningful for us, we aren't going to be experiencing so much unhappiness and negative emotions. But many times we simply don't even consider what type of life we would want to be living. So we have to establish that first. If we're just going to let the waves of life kind of carry us wherever, there is not a great chance we'll be ending up where we really want to be and we definitely need to be open to life and to possibilities but we need to realize that we tend to be happier when we are working towards goals and really self-authoring our lives so that's something important to keep in mind also Another thing that can really help us find happiness right now is to find our people in life. We need a support system. Even if it's virtual, it is incredibly important, especially if we are going through a difficult time. We need to be part of some kind of a community. We need to reconnect maybe with people that we care about that we haven't seen in a while. And, you know, again, maybe that does have to be virtual, but reconnection really is important. Take enough time to set aside for your friends and for your family. It definitely makes a difference. We don't want to feel isolated because we know, again from research, that isolation definitely leads to unhappiness. And I think unfortunately, so many of us have gotten into this habit of really being alone right now and it seems like a hassle to connect with other people because we've just had all these months of kind of being on our own or you know not doing our normal things so we have gotten out of the habit a lot of times we have to remember how important it really is to have that sense of community to have some kind of support system and the next thing should seem obvious, but so many of us don't do it. We need to do all that basic stuff. We need to be getting outside. We need to be getting enough sleep. We need to exercise. We need to eat right. We need to control our stress and we need to begin to focus on gratitude. I actually just filmed a video on that topic. If that's something that you struggle with, I will have that out as soon as possible. But either way, we really need to start to feel 
lucky that we have this day. This day is a gift. This life is a gift. And no, things aren't always going to go our way, but maybe these obstacles or these detours are actually leading us to a better place. Maybe there's a lesson we need to learn. Maybe there is a new direction that we need to be heading in, but we need to be open to it. We have to commit to thinking that our lives are always happening for us and not to us. And again, we need to feel grateful because even if it doesn't seem like it, there are so many positive things that are always happening for us all the time and we really need to make sure that we are opening our eyes to it or we're never going to notice it and we're never going to feel that we have things to be happy about, but we always, always do and they are always, always there. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that we need to make sure that we are living a life with deeper meaning. We need to move beyond the small, trivial things that are bringing us down a lot of times. You know, it just keeps us from really becoming our best self and thinking about these things and talking about them all the time is really doing nothing for our elevation as a person whatsoever. There's actually a study that they did that showed that even small talk can hinder happiness because it keeps us in the mundane. It keeps us in the shallow. And there are so many amazing things in this universe to get excited about, to learn about, and yes, to be happy about. So we need to find the things that matter to us and focus on those things. And the less external they are, the bigger the chance we have of staying pretty consistently happy if our focus, for example, becomes how can I make a difference today? How can I be the best version of myself? These are the kinds of motivations that are going to give us real, true life satisfaction and happiness overall. These temporary situations that can go wrong will come and go, but if we have our life kind of rooted in meaning, it's not going to bring us down so much because, again, Things are going to go wrong, maybe not every time, but sometimes. So we can't set ourselves up to collapse whenever this happens, which really leads me to my final point today, which is that we need to stop thinking of ourselves as delicate little butterflies. We are tough. We're really tough. We've gotten through life this far. We are truly survivors. So we need to stop kind of freaking out at every single situation that happens and not giving ourselves credit for how well we actually handle things, how resilient we are. We don't need to be afraid of life because we really have a great track record. We have made it through every day, every year so far. And I know 2020 is a year like no other. It has been completely crazy, but guess what? Let it be crazy. Let's experience this and let's learn from it and maybe even have fun in the process. Who knows? But either way, we can be happy this year. We can be happy any year. So it all starts with that choice. It starts with that intention, with that mindset. I choose joy. I choose joy today. I choose joy tomorrow. I choose joy forever. And 
Sad and disappointing things will continue to happen, but even if we can learn to shift our reaction just like 5-10%, that's a big deal. That's progress and we can learn to get better at this. Remember, we may not be able to design what is actually happening externally in our life, but we can absolutely start to design what is happening internally. And time is ticking. We've got to start this now. This is the life that we have, and we have the chance to make it extraordinary no matter what. So that is where I'm going to leave it for today. But before I say goodbye for the day, I want to remind you that the next podcast is the questions and answers podcast. So please go ahead and send in your questions. I have been loving them and I can't wait to record this next week because these are probably my favorite questions so far. So keep them coming. I have room for a couple more. You can reach me at nina.levon at gmail.com and that is spelled n-e-n-a dot l-a-v-o-n-n-e at gmail and you can also reach me on twitter and my twitter handle is at nina levon so i truly hope that today's podcast was helpful and if it was please help spread the word subscribe if you haven't already And I truly thank you for spending time with me today. It's always an absolute pleasure for me. So I thank you so much for that. And I greatly look forward to talking to you next time. And I hope the rest of your day is absolutely amazing. See you next time, guys.